Welcome back, men, to Show Thyself Approved, a podcast for men, by men. And I just want to congratulate you if you've made it this far. We're about four episodes into this. And uh, you have been the courageous ones. You have been the ones whom are seeking to become better men, better fathers, better leaders in your communities, at work, wherever you may be found. And uh, you want to be told the truth. You want to live by the truth, not an illusion, not by delusion, not by uh, the influences of this world acting upon you and then you reacting. But being a man, being in touch and in control uh, and accountable for your decisions. Today, I want to jump into it, guys. And speak to you about an experience that I had while training in the Marine Corps. Now, my career in the Marine Corps was a short-lived one. My plan was to go in. And quite frankly, at the time in my life, uh, I was seeking brotherhood. I was seeking to get away from the environment in which I grew up in. And expand my horizons, become a man. Uh, We'll talk more about that here in later episodes. Uh, But that's what I primarily went to the Marine Corps for. I wanted to be around men who were seeking to prove themselves, challenge themselves, grow in every sense of the word. And I thought to myself, what better place in the United States Marine Corps? Now, I will tell you, uh, the saying goes, once a Marine, always a Marine. And even though my career was brief in the Marine Corps, uh, I consider myself proudly to be a United States Marine, uh, to bear arms for this country, what we believe in, what we are defending, the Constitution, uh, our rights, What so many men and women, let us be clear, have paid the ultimate price uh, so that you and I can experience uh, and relish in, quite frankly, the blessings and the opportunities that we have today. So I salute all you men, women and families who have paid the ultimate price, those who continue to put their life on the line and are out there. We commend you. We honor you. Let me speak to you men about a one degree shift and how crucial a one degree shift can be in your life, in your perspective, in your approach, whether that's a positive shift or a detrimental negative shift. And and I remember on one occasion uh, when I was in training, um, how I got lost in the woods. Uh, I was born and raised in the city, in New York City. And so the concept of camping and, and roughing it and being in the woods, that was foreign to me. I, I always joke around with people and say, uh, you know, we had concrete trees They were there during the summer and the springtime flourishing and looking all pretty. And then the fall and winter came around and they 
somehow seemed to disappear. <laughs> the scarcity of of trees and the and the concrete jungle, as the city people call it, um, you know, it's a foreign thing for us. It was a foreign thing for me until uh, I got into the Marine Corps and started my basic training and went on from there. But I got lost in the woods, and let me tell you, it's an experience that I will never forget. Um, I remember that that our instructors told us that we were to to hold our our compass. Each of us was assigned a compass, and we were to hold it in front of us, away from anything metal. Uh, that would have been our gear, our harnesses, our rifle, uh, anything metal, because it would interfere with the magnet inside the compass. Now, guys, this was the first time that I used a compass. So I was listening to these instructions. We were going to be cut loose in the woods, each with individual maps and coordinates and check marks or checkpoints. And we were going to have to navigate. I can't remember the distance uh, or how long I was in the woods or whatnot, but I wanted to make sure that I was listening to the instructions to the T. And so we were told to take our compass, to look at our maps, to look at the coordinates, to align that compass with the coordinates, and we would be all right. We would make it to our destination if we just followed these simple principles, these simple rules. And so um, to me at the moment, I said, well, this is nothing difficult, right? I mean, you would think the same thing. You have a map, you have the coordinates, you have your destinations marked out, you have the instrument in hand, the compass, and all you had to do is keep it in front of you, keep it away from your gear, from anything metal, uh, so that it wouldn't interfere with the magnet and you would be just fine. I got this is what I was telling myself. I got it. And so I just told myself, follow the instructions and you'll arrive at your destination. However, here's where the story changes because I made one small but costly mistake. You see, when I held my compass and I looked at it to point me in the right direction, after a while, after a while of doing that, I became careless uh, and I became complacent and, and, and satisfied with it pointing me in the general direction, not the exact direction, not exaggeratedly away from my uh, destination, but more or less in the ballpark. You know, I conformed to that and I said, okay, I'll be all right. I mean, what, what difference will it make if I'm off by just a hair of a fraction, by just one degree? I was off. I was off by one degree. I didn't think nothing of it. And you know what? I paid the price and I got lost. Now, how does this relate to you today? Think about it. How many of us are off course and way off course out in the woods, out in left field somewhere, 
far, far away from what we imagined we would be, where we would be, what we would be doing, our hopes, our dreams, the things we aspire to, the things that at one time in our lives we were pursuing passionately, we were locked in, we were focused, we were driven. What happened? Simple. You and I got off course by one degree and over a period of time over the course of of days and weeks and weeks became months and months became years we settled we we conformed we became comfortable and passive and just accepted things as they were and we got lost in the woods you see I eventually found my way back and I got back on course and eventually after I don't know how much time I found my squad and I'll tell you it took more effort, more work, more time for me to find my way back and get back on course if I would have just not conformed paid attention, had been consistent, and followed the instructions to the T. But I got off. I got off track, off course. I let my mind wander, my thoughts wander, and all of that, you and I, we've experienced this. How how many times don't you hear the voice in your head? whispering to you it starts off with a with a soft whisper you don't even know it's there and then it just grows and it grows and it grows and then you're having this self-talk and it's nothing positive I mean you can have positive self-talk and 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 urge yourself and refocus yourself to move in the right direction to get the job done whatever's in front of you overcome it over overpower it conquer it but the opposite is also true and most of the time that's where we're at men and that's what society conditions us to do that's what at times unfortunately and I hate to say this because I'm a proponent of education I believe in us continuously learning and growing and knowing things for ourselves so that we can be better equipped but there's a lot of trash out there There's a lot of garbage out there. There's lies out there telling you that that things that are are no longer. There's a lot of redefining of of things and terms so that people can can again do as they please and convince themselves that because now they've redefined certain terms, certain words, certain perspectives that now it's okay. It's not. You're fooling yourself. Men, we cannot fall into this trap of conformity. We got to stay the course. We cannot be off, not even by one degree. Not in our thinking, not in our actions, not in our daily living. We have to get at it. This is a war we're in. If you didn't realize it, this is a war. It is an internal war ongoing war and I've said it here before and I'll say it again until the day you cease to be until the day you no longer are here 
It's a war. It's a battle. What are you doing? There is no sitting on the sidelines. There is no, I'm just going to wait and see how things turn out. You're either in it or you're not. You're either at the front line or you're just waiting to be a victim. And probably that's where you're at, to be quite honest. Probably some of you already have that victim mentality. How do you know if you're a victim? Because you're constantly complaining about the externals, the things you have no power and no control over, and you're not doing anything about yourself, your circumstances, your dominion, your household, quite frankly, yourself. You can't fix anything until you fix you. And I'll keep saying that here in this podcast. And again, I applaud you. I celebrate you. If you're here, I show thyself approved. If you're still here and you're listening to this, it's because you know, I know, we need to be reminded of these things on a daily basis. Because how easy is it? We've experienced it. Some of us more than others. How easy is it to be off by one degree? And you might say, oh, man, you're so militant. You're so, so, so focused or whatever the word is, whatever you want to describe me as. Listen, I hear it from my peers, from my close friends, from those I consider brothers. Tell me, well, you know, you got to take it easy. Like you got to you got to take a day off. No nonsense. For me, that's nonsense. For me, taking a day off is knowing that there's someone out there, there's another man out there that's working that day. That day that I'm off, they're working. And I'm not talking about just going out and earning a living. I'm talking about working on my mentals, working on my emotions, working on my physical well-being, working on my, on my spiritual growth, working on my economic growth. I'm sitting at work sometimes and and I'll see that there is a a period of time where I can either take advantage of it and take out my notebook like I've been doing and writing down my thoughts, writing down what is the next thing that I'm going to talk to these men about, my brothers out there who need this, who need to hear this, who are going to be tuning in to be reminded, to be encouraged, but not stroked, not, not pacified, to be told the truth. We got to be ready, willing, and able to show ourselves approved. And we'll talk about that some more in the future and into more specifics at a later time. But I learned that valuable lesson that day. Trust me. One degree. We call it the little things. One degree. The little things in our lives, men, matter. And you and I want to address the little things because the little things become the big things. And when they become big things, they're not as manageable. You can't do with your young son or young daughter in the future what you can do with them now. How you rear them, how you instruct them, how you model 
life for them. How you teach them. How you love on them. How you show them to be strong and independent and think for themselves. How you do those things start at inception. You can't wait until they get to school. Listen, you can't wait until they get to VPK, pre-K. Because there's so much filth and garbage out here. There's the influence in the world today. Just social media. Listen, social media is is a tool. It's an instrument. It is completely neutral. It is amoral. It's neither good nor bad. But the 24-7, 365 days nonstop garbage that's out there, you and I can't stop it. We can't curb it. But we can instruct our children. We can put up safeguards. We can limit them. And we can steer them in the right direction. Listen, there's going to be a time for your kids to be independent when they become young adults. But while they're children, they are under your watch. They are under your authority. Don't blame the system. Don't blame society. Don't blame social media. Don't blame anyone else. If your kids go astray, look in the mirror. 99.9% of the time, it is an absent father. An absent father who is to blame. And I'm not talking about the father who's not there physically. I'm talking about the father who's not there in all sense of the word. You can be there and not be there. I'm a product of that, guys. Maybe you are as well. But you know what? I didn't let that make me become a lesser man. I didn't go into a corner and go, oh, woe is me. I didn't have a daddy. I didn't know what it was to experience Little League Baseball. I don't remember him holding me. I don't remember him teaching me how to throw a ball, catch a ball, all of that stuff. I didn't do none of that. Did it have an effect on me? Yes, it did. Stuff that I'm realizing now. Things that I am sharing with you and will continue to share with you here. If you stay tuned in, if you have the courage, the tenacity, not only to listen, maybe to pick up on something, maybe to learn, maybe to be reminded of something and to put it into action. Because at the end of the day, you have to be accountable for you and for yours. And so let me get back on track with this. One degree. You see, if you, if you ignore it, if you ignore the one degree, the little things, if you ignore it and you leave it unattended, they're going to become big things. And these big things will overwhelm you. And they will, over the course of time, defeat you. And keep you imprisoned and keep you trapped and hold you back from what you want to accomplish. That's the reality. That's why some of us are trapped in this 
in this vicious cyclical thinking and we have these these times and these moments of depression and self-doubt and fear and uncertainty and anxiety we replay the tape over and over and let me be clear i'm not a psychiatrist i'm not here to diagnose you okay if if you think you have something else going on you need to go see a professional swallow your pride and go see a professional but don't become dependent don't use that as a crutch use that as a platform as a stepping stone to step up to become better to become stronger you see the the reality of being off by one degree i looked this up by the way and and it was it was startling and revealing at the same time but if if you are traveling and you're off course to your destination by just one degree after a foot you know that's a what 12 inches you'll be off by only 0.2 inches I mean that that's not a lot I mean you say to yourself that's insignificant that's not impactful but if you keep traveling if you travel let's say a hundred yards by the time you look back and you look forward you'll realize that you're now off by more than five feet. And five feet could be the difference between you reaching out and being able to grab something or grab someone and snatch them up or snatch yourself out of a situation or you missing them. Five feet is is a pretty significant distance if you think about it in certain scenarios, in certain situations, I'm thinking about, you know, close quarter combat at this point, five feet. I mean, your reaction every time, how fast can you get yourself in the position or draw your firearm to defend yourself? I mean, how fast can someone cover that distance of five feet? And will you be ready to defend yourself, to defend yours? It's significant. If you keep traveling past a thousand or I should, I said a hundred yards, excuse me. And let's say you go out for a mile and you're off by just one degree. After a mile of travel, you would be off by 10 feet, 10 feet. And you can continue to do the math if you like, and I'm not going to belabor this, but I do want to get into four things here that that you should consider so that we can stay on track so that we're not the ones who are off by one degree and continue to be off by one degree in our lives in whatever area of your life it may be. It may be physically, it may be spiritually, it may be financially, it may be relational, whatever it is. We want to get back on track. So the first thing that you want to do to, to reset and realign yourself and get yourself back on, on track is first you need to figure out what you want to accomplish. What is the objective? What do you want to accomplish? You know, to do this, guys, we make the cardinal mistake uh, as men that we're doers. We just want to do 
that's honorable. We want to do, we want to work. You know, it's how we define ourselves as men. We get things done. But I said it here before, a, a failure to plan is a plan to fail. We need to be specific about what it is that we want to accomplish. You need to take the time. You need to sit down and you need to put it on paper. I tell my sons this all the time. You need to flesh it out. It just can't be a thought, a a picture, a dream, a vision in your head that only you and you alone can see. (laughs) It used to drive my wife crazy when when we would uh, talk about our finances and, and, and budgeting and I would do everything in my head. I would have everything in my head. And you know, some of you guys like me, we can do that. But you know what? It wasn't effective. It wasn't effective for her because she needed something concrete. And to be honest, it needed to be fleshed out. It needed to be on paper because there was times more often than not that I missed something or I miscalculated something. And if I would just would have took the time to put it on paper, I would have seen what I needed to do and how to do it. So the first thing is, is you need to figure out what you want to accomplish. Be specific. And remember, when you write it out, You're not going to get the whole thing down the first time. You're going to need to come back to this. You're going to need to tweak it. You're going to need to to add to it, maybe take away from it. Maybe you're going to realize as as you put it down on paper that it's not actually the thing that you aspire to. And it's something totally different. That's okay. Nothing is set in stone, but you need to define what it is. You need to figure out what you want to accomplish. Number two. You need to formulate a specific, detailed plan. We were saying it in the beginning, figure out what it is that you want to do. But now you need to to put steps to it. You need like in that map that was given to me, there was markers. There were checkpoints. It was a detailed plan. I need to measure my performance. I need to measure what it is that I'm doing. Am I going in the right direction? I need to measure that. Am I accomplishing my financial goals? I need to measure that. Not a year out, not five years out, not 10 years out. No, more often than that. It might, it might need to be in the very beginning on a daily basis. If that's what it takes, then do it. It is specific to you, but listen, don't fall into the trap and don't lie to yourself by saying, oh, I'm going to go at this for the first, what is it that they say, 28 days, 30 days, and then it becomes a habit. No, you've done that before. Don't lie to yourself. If you wait 28 days, you're not going to make it past eight days. That's just the God honest truth. You know, I'm, I'm on track even now as you're hearing this, I'm back on track with my physical well-being and my exercising. And it's every day, every single day. I am measuring that. Why? Because I've done the 30 day plan. I've done the 90 day plan. I've done it. I've been there, done that. 
And I've come to realize that if I don't lock in and focus on a daily basis, I can't give myself a break, a day off. I got to get that work in. And the first thing that I say to myself is you have to show up, show up, show up and get it done. And everything else just comes. So formulate a specific detailed plan that you're going to go back to time and time again. The third one is you have to focus on the task at hand. You have to be laser focused on that task and that task alone. Why do I say this? Because again, the temptation is there that we want to work on one, two, three, four, five. I'm not a multitasker, honestly. And when I meet men whom, and this is my opinion, whom appear to be multitasking, most of the time in my experience with those men, I notice that they're good at at doing a lot of things, but they never quite get anything done proficiently, efficiently. You know, they got a lot of pots on the burners, but nothing is done with a degree of excellence and expertise. They're just getting stuff done. And that's us. That's us on on the wheel, like the rat, sometimes just We're just running and running and running. We're not getting anywhere. You might be getting a lot of things, quote unquote, done, but you're not accomplishing anything. You're not focused on the one thing that you need to focus on. Focus. Focus takes discipline. It takes concentration. It takes effort. It takes time. These are some words you don't want to hear and, and or maybe you've heard and you're allergic to them. Some of you are just scratching yourselves right now. Yeah, it takes work, time, discipline, focus, commitment. It takes these things, guys. We need to learn how to focus, especially in this distract, distract, excuse me, entertainment filled society that we live in, you know? You have all the entertainment at your fingertips. It's easy to put the weights down and pick up a game controller and just whittle away the hours when you could have put 30 minutes, 45 minutes of of exercise in to improve yourself. 30, 35 minutes, 40 minutes to get your thoughts on paper. 30, 35, 40 minutes to be with your kids, to be a better dad. But no, you tuned out. Listen, I'm talking to you because I've been there. I've done that. I've been guilty of it. But I don't want to be off by one degree. I've paid the price. We're getting back on course. We're getting back on track. Finally here to wrap this up. We need to finish what we started. We need to finish what we started. We need to see it through from beginning to end you cannot afford to quit halfway through you you can't that's the reason why we need to measure things because when we measure and we measure often that's when we can catch ourselves and say wait a minute i'm not going in the right direction i need to focus on this more and not on that i need to eliminate this or i need to add that 
I need to work harder at this. I need to work less on that. We got to finish what we start. You know, more importantly than anything is we need to do it for ourselves to show ourselves approved. But there are other people watching. There are other people close to us who want us to succeed, who are within themselves excited, hopeful, praying that you and I will see it through because they know that you're in a better place in all sense of the word when you are seeing things through, when you're winning, when you're accomplishing your goals. And in turn, they know when you're well, that they're going to be all right. It builds them up. It builds up their self-confidence, their self-esteem. It gives them a role model to look up to. They want to emulate you. They want to be like you. You know, I'll wrap this up by sharing with you that when my kids were much younger, much, much younger, at one occasion they told me, hey, Dad, uh, we want to be like you when we grow up. And I looked at them kids and, and I love my kids to death. And I don't know any parent out here who does not want better for their kids. And that's exactly what I told them. I said, no, you're not going to be like me. I want you to be better than me. You're going to be better than me. And listen, I'm seeing that even now. I'm still on course. I'm still on track. I'm still pushing. I'm still doing what I need to do as a father. I'm still doing what I need to do as, as a servant. In all my capacities, as a man, I'm striving. I'm on track. But I definitely don't want to be off by that one degree. It's time to readjust, to realign ourselves, maybe to reset, maybe to backtrack. It's going to take time. It's going to take work. It's going to be painful. But i rather the pain of doing that than to continue living in the pain that we're living in now, which is going to get worse. It's going to get worse, men. Don't be delusional. So we'll wrap this up and I'll just reiterate the points here. We need to figure out what we want to accomplish. We want to then formulate a specific detailed plan that we're going to revisit and revise. We're going to focus on the task at hand and finally, we're going to finish what we started. Thank you again for showing up and for constantly desiring to be ready, to be willing, and to be able to show thyself approved. God bless you.